Hi, welcome to episode three of Sleep Well's podcast. I am your host, Shannon Glenn. I'm excited to share with you today's episode. I sat down and had a talk with my first team member, Sleepwell's consultant, Amanda Medley. Amanda came to Sleepwell a little over two years ago, and I was so thrilled when she agreed to join. I remember meeting Amanda on a cold late winter morning, and I we sat down for coffee, and, and I knew that Sleepwell needed to grow. Matter of fact, prior to meeting Amanda, I was taking on about all that I could, and I knew that I wanted somebody to join me on my quest to helping as many families as we could sleep. And so I sat down for coffee with her and thought she would be a great fit for what I'm looking for and for our team. And I remember being so thrilled when she agreed and said it was what she wanted to do. And we haven't looked back. Amanda's clients love her. She she takes very good care of them, gives them everything she's got. Amanda comes to us with a wealth of knowledge in education. She has her master's degree in education, has spent several years in the classroom as a teacher, teaching different grades in elementary. She and her husband, Kyle, moved around a little bit when they were younger, and that was where she spent time teaching. They moved to Boise, Idaho a few years ago, and it was then that she decided to step away from the classroom and spend some time with her little ones. At that time, she had Nora and at that time, new baby Hunter. And as she'll share with us more today, Hunter's sleep difficulties were really where Amanda, Amanda's already uh, ingrained passion became bigger for sleep. And it was then that she really realized there are others out there who don't sleep and she wants to help them. And that was when I got to meet her. So I am so excited for you guys to get to know Amanda a little better today. And without further ado, let's learn more about Amanda. Hi, Amanda. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining me here. I'm excited to get to talk with you and and share with the rest of our audience a little more about you. How is your How is your evening going? It's going well. It's going really well. We we got everyone fed and in in bed. Um, so that's <laughs> that's always good. Awesome. Take a deep, we can take a deep breath and enjoy the rest of our night. So that's what we're doing. For sure, yeah. And where does this episode find you in your house? So, um, sorry. That's, <laughs> where does it find me? Like, where am I sitting right now? Uh-huh. Yeah, I am actually in my bedroom because my office is right next to, next to my kids' room. And they are currently sleeping. So I didn't want to wake them up um, 
with my loud voice. So I am actually currently in my bedroom sitting on my bed, which I wish I could say was nice and tidy and clean, but it actually has lots of clean laundry that needs to be folded on it. So Isn't it funny how the bedroom can be like the one place that like you're like everything lands, right? Yes. <laughs> like we all preach about like how a nice tidy bed will help us sleep better, but my bed can sort of become a catch-all for things too. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I am in, I'm in my closet, um, in my, <laughs> in my master bedroom. It's, it's sort of ironic because I did all this stuff to like pad my office to make it like all nice and soundproof. And I'm in my closet because my family is home and they're getting ready for bed and they are not quiet. And so I was sitting in my office and thought everyone will hear <laughs> the noisiness of our family. So Thank you again for, for joining me here tonight. What I want to do is just, I want, I want our audience to, to get to know you a little better and I want them to learn about your amazing, amazingness that I already know and, and how awesome you are. And I want the rest of the, the world to get to share that too. I already introduced you and a little bit about you know, who you are, but what I would like for you to share with me, with us is just a little bit about yourself and your family. Yeah. Well, again, thanks for having me on. I'm and just part of the team. I'm so thankful to be part of this amazing team and have you as a colleague. But um, as far as myself, I am originally from California, born and raised. And, um, was born in Northern California, but I've made my way basically throughout the entire California region. I went down to school in in San Diego, and then my husband and I lived in um, San Jose area for six years before Uh we came back to Boise. So I'm very familiar with with all of California. I, I met my husband in second grade. I had to think because it's been so long. That is such a great story. I love that. Yes. Yes. We met in second grade. I fell in love um, at, at first sight, really, when he was in his sweats playing soccer. And oh. um, I, I wrote him love letters and baked him cookies and really tried to get his attention. But, you know, we were seven. So he wasn't too interested. Um, but right. Uh, uh, still right. Exactly. But um, I was pretty persistent. We and um we stayed friends and went to the same church and we ended up started, we started dating our senior year of high school. So Uh I've known, known him for a very, very long time. And now we have three kids of our own. I have, we have a five-year-old daughter, Nora, Uh and we have a three-year-old son, Hunter. And I just had a new little baby boy seven weeks ago, Jack. So, yes, we're. Ex- I am very excited that he's out of my body. I was <laughs> very uncomfortable, and I'm I'm glad he's here with us and healthy. So yeah, I always say like the second trimester is like, oh, this is bliss. I could be pregnant forever, and then the third trimester has to come. So then you're like, all right, baby, I am ready. Time yeah. for you to leave. So mm-hmm. ready, so ready. I am, and we're we're done. I think three is good for us. We're 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 done there. So. My body is thanking me that I don't, I don't have to go through that again. Awesome. Well, three happy, healthy kids. I don't think you could ask for more. No, so 
no. Congrats to you with with uh, little baby Jack. I look forward to getting to hold him some more. Yes, uh, it's bigger to see him grow and change. It is so nice that we can both. So I am now in Boise. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're in the same town. And we moved here about three years ago because we knew once we started having kids, we wanted to get back here. We just loved the family feel of Boise and felt like it was the right place for us. Yes. Well, I am so happy that you came to Boise as well. Well, thank you. And we found each other. That was amazing. Yes. The way it all yep. happened, which I'm sure. Yeah. We'll do. <laughs> yeah. Meant meant to be for for sure, which I'm I'm also very very thankful for. So uh, another question I wanted to ask, as um I alluded to and and kind of my story of how sleep became my passion and a large part of my life what would you say was sort of a first time for you that sleep became a thing where you focused on on where it felt like sleep became a focus for you yeah so when I was little when I was a, a, a child um I had really really horrible nightmares um, very vivid, very horrible. And, um, so sleep for me, I didn't want to go to sleep. I was scared to go to sleep. Um, and, and therefore I, I kind of stay up late. Um, and we tried different things. Um, my, my stepmom was really helpful and she would, she would create these dream catchers and we'd talk about my dreams and we'd say, let's meet somewhere fun in your dreams. We're going to, we're going to meet in a candy land in our dreams tonight. And we'd really just try to make it a fun experience that I wouldn't dread each night. Um, And so from a very young age, I had an interesting relationship with sleep in that sense. Um, And then as time went on, I, I really, I was always a night owl, but I slept well. I stayed up late, but I would always crash hard. Um, And it wasn't until, so my husband was a resident director for 10 years. So the first eight years of our marriage, we actually lived in the residence hall with college students. Okay. So like residence, like a dorm, is that right? Like a dormitory? Yep. Yep. Like the dorms at the universities. And we were in the halls right in the middle with all of the students. Oh boy. Yeah. And we loved it because we were young and, you know, we had a lot of energy. We didn't have kids yet. It was great. Um, and then I had a child and she, Nora, lived in the residence halls with us for her first two years of life. And sleep at that point became really something different for me because now I'm in charge of this person sleeping, this little person sleeping and if it gets interrupted by a college student stomping around or having a party mom is not too happy about it yes someone else is gonna get stomped on exactly (laughs) and so and she was a great sleeper I didn't even I was it wasn't even like I was having problems with her sleeping she was a great sleeper but still when you have you know college students around you and there's influences there and just lots of noises and it can wake your baby up you go into mama bear mode. And so for sure. Yeah. So um, that's kind of where the shift happened for me. And I needed sleep too, as a mom, right at that point. And I absolutely as well. I taught fourth grade full time. So I needed my sleep to be a mom and a teacher. So if that's interrupted at all for me, I wasn't happy about it. So that whole experience kind of shifted sleep for me. 
Right. Yeah, I can imagine. Yes. And then really, it wasn't until my second came along, Hunter, he uh, he gave me more grays on my head than my first did. He <laughs> was a horrible sleeper. Um, and I again, Nora was great, so I hadn't experienced anything like that. Um, so he came along and he was up every one to two hours for the first five months. And that was rough on all of us um, as me, as a, as a mother, as a wife. I felt very different. I didn't feel myself. I felt like I was somebody else in someone else's body, if that makes any sense. Yes, absolutely. It does. And I uh, didn't like the way I was responding to my kids or my husband and myself. I just felt horrible, felt like a zombie. So I had to do something about it. And that's where this, this came in. I I found a, a sleep training program that I used with him that worked wonders. And I, I saw how it changed our whole family and how we interacted. And so that's when I knew I wanted to to help other people um, feel that same way and come out the other side, just like, Isn't just it like, like I always say, it's like a ray of sunshine. Like, oh my goodness, I actually have had a few nights of sleep. I feel like a human again, and my whole family is going to benefit from that. Yes, definitely. Yes, for definitely. sure. Yeah. So, from your experience, well, and then how are things going with Baby Jack? Yes, good, good question. Things are going really well. He's a really, really good baby, very calm Yay. demeanor. Awesome. Yes, his sleep is is good. I'm, I'm, um, I'm well. Currently, I'm actually not sleeping in our bedroom because only because he is sleeping, but he is a loud sleeper, just like just newborns are loud sleepers for the most part. So. He's a grunter, though, like a hardcore grunter. So he's sleeping, but he's grunting all the time. And I'm pretty light sleeper these days. So anytime he's grunting, I'm awake. And I don't want to be awake unless I'm feeding him. So I'm sleeping in our guest room. My husband is staying with Jack in the room. Um, and he comes and gets me when it's time to, to eat, which it's working out great. Um, until we're ready to move baby Jack into his own room. Um, I will probably be doing that because we're all getting pretty good rest from it. Shannon, are you still there? Can you hear me okay? Oh, now I can. Okay, the little bit of a break. Okay, um, I'm gonna just talk to you, Layman. I'll just edit this part out, and okay. when I go back through, and then so we're just gonna, I'm gonna pick right back up from that, okay? And I'll okay. Just edit these few seconds. Yeah. Sounds good. You bring up a great point of what I see with families with newborns is that potentially one of the parents might be a lighter sleeper, and that is a great strategy to to implement so that you're all getting sleep. Yes. Yeah. So good, good for you. Working out well for us. We hadn't had to do that with any of our others, but each child is so different and this is what works for us in this moment. So. Absolutely. Well, and uh, just kind of diving further into, you mentioned sleep for Jack. What does sleep look like for you in your house? Yeah. So right now 
we have so our our house consists of three three bedrooms so (laughs) I knew I wanted Jack to have his own space and so over the summer I decided to put my older two together in the same room I was I was a little nervous about it because again Nora's really good sleeper Hunter he's also a really good sleeper but he's a more sensitive sleeper Um, Uh and so I was worried how that would go, but they, we got them bunk beds. They love it. So they, awesome. yeah, they love it and they've transitioned really, really well to it. And so sleep in our house is looking good. It does again, look a little bit different with a newborn right now, but, but right now it's looking good. My kids are in a rhythm with, with Nora starting school and everything. We wanted to make sure we had a pretty consistent bedtime, um, and sleep is a is a huge priority in our house, um, based on I mean what I do as a profession, but also it's really important for my kids just because they are pretty sensitive. If they don't get their sleep that they need, it's it's not pretty the next day. So yeah, isn't that the truth? I see that in my house too. Yes, yes. So we have a pretty consistent bedtime where we tuck in at eight o'clock. Um, and we have a pretty consistent bedtime routine where they go, they brush their teeth, they go to the bathroom, we read a book, sing a song, say our prayers, lights out. Um, and they know what time to, to stay in their bed until, because um, we, have, we have a sleep clock. So they, they, they know what a sleep clock is and they abide by it now. So it's amazing. That is, that is so great, great to hear. And, and, and diving further into you know, you've chose this to be, be a profession to, to help other tired families find sleep. How do you feel like your own personal experience helps you serve your clients better? Yeah. So going through the program definitely um, helps me connect with what my clients are going through. I mean, with Hunter, I experienced what it's like to be in that situation where you're desperate, where you're not getting sleep, your baby's not getting sleep, you don't know what to do. You have so many questions, you don't know the answers, and you're at your wit's end, and there's nowhere else to go. I've been there. And so when I, when my clients, when I have my initial, you know, conversation with my clients, I know the state that they've been in, I've been there myself. And so it's easy for me to relate to them in that way, and let them know that it's going to be okay. Because I've been through it. And also just going through the program itself, you know, I've had personal hands on experience with it. And so I know, what can go wrong. I know how to troubleshoot. I know kind of the stages that you see within the program because I've experienced it personally. And so even though each child and each baby is so different, the way they respond, I can still relate to it because I've had my own child go through that same thing. And on, and in, on top of that as well, I've seen the other side. I've seen the light. I've seen how, what it can do for me, not only me, but the rest of my family and my baby. And so I think, you know, the fact that I've, I've experienced each one of those seasons really helps me connect and relate to my clients. Absolutely. For sure. I, I completely 
completely agree. And I think that it, it is our, one of our, our gifts that we're able to share with clients. I know sometimes on a daily basis, I'm able to say like, I know right where you are. I know how this feels for sure. Yeah. Exactly. And so Amanda, you've been cut, you've been uh, sleep consultants now a little over two years. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. God, it feels like it was just yesterday. I, it's so oh. cool. So tell me, share with me, what would you say is one of your favorite, one of your favorite things about being a sleep consultant? Well, I think, I think it's the teacher in me, you know, being a previous teacher, I absolutely love it when I can teach something to someone and I can see, or I can tell that they just get it like a little light bulb goes off um, and I can tell that they just get it and something switches for them. And I see that a lot in my clients and that switch turns into confidence. And so when they come to me again, like I said, they're grasping for answers. They don't know what to do. And by the end of our program together, they've learned so much about their child's sleep and they it's turned into confidence. And so they have confidence moving forward on what to do and why to do that and what makes sense. And if things don't go a certain way, how they can adjust things to make them back, get, get their baby back on track or their child back on track to, to healthy sleep habits. And I, so for me, that is by far the best thing about being a sleep consultant is just having the information, but also relaying it in a way that it makes my clients more confident moving forward in, in their child's sleep. Yes, absolutely. There's nothing better than empowering mm-hmm. parents to have the the tools to be able to say, like, I got this. I often say to my clients, like, the, especially for first time parents, this is your first, this is your first parenting experience, really, where you have to make decisions. Of course, not to say that, like, feeding your baby and changing diapers and caring and loving. That's not, of course, that's all parenting. But when your kiddo is not sleeping well, you have to make a decision on how am I going to deal with that? As you and I can both say now, because we have older children, the same way you have to make decisions about, okay, this is a behavior I need to change. What's my strategy, right? Mm -hmm. And so there are many, many parenting decisions along the journey of parenting we all have to make. And for a lot of parents, this can be the first one, the first one that they have to to make. And we get to be a part of that process, which is so cool, and help give them tools to empower them. I think that's such a great thing for sure that we are able to give our clients. Another question I want to ask you, uh, as I know many um, of our clients can come come to us even before they're our clients with ideas of what it might look like to sleep train or make sleep changes. What would you say are two common myths that, that you hear that are just not true when it comes to sleep training or making sleep changes? Yeah, I think... The first one I think um, that comes to my mind is just that a lot of people come to me thinking there's one way to sleep train your baby. Um, And they they usually voice what that that way is. And so what I like to say to them, just that, like I said previously here, is each baby and each child is so different. And so there isn't just one right way. There isn't just one right method we have to look at lots of different things that's going that are going on with that child, with their environment, and decide what's going to be best for them. And even with whatever we decide to do, how they respond to that and what how we go, what we do from there how, based on their response is going to be different each time too. So 
for sure. it's really hard when when people kind of come up and you're having a casual conversation and they're they're saying oh you know my baby doesn't sleep through the night what should I do well <laughs> there's a lot of different things that I need to know before I can give any kind of advice there just because again there isn't one right way or one right method we want to make sure what we're doing is best for the child and for that family so that would be the first one that comes to mind yes amen the second one um for me is that the the myth that the body adjusts quickly to changing sleep schedules i think i think this is true in some cases as far as when we make changes i think we we live in a world where we want to see immediate response or immediate change right and when we don't get that it's concerning and so yes. a lot of times i'll i'll have clients and we will go through a program and it is almost like an immediate change. The body does adjust quickly, especially with those younger babies. Um, but that's not always the case, and especially as we get older into toddlers or even elementary. And I know you work with adults, Shannon, I'm sure it takes even longer with them, but you it see, does. Yeah. You see, as they grow older or even just in within certain other, within certain kiddos, it takes the body longer for change when change happens. And so we just be patient. And that's, I know that that's really hard in a day and age that in the day and age we live in where it's just kind of, we want immediate response. Yes, for sure. I always tell parents if they're getting a little too concerned with how progression is happening, I always liken it to like the last two weeks of pregnancy. I'm like, you plug along and then you get to the last couple of weeks and it's like, I feel like this baby has been in me for a hundred years and every day feels like a month. And it's kind of a similar concept. And really the biggest thing I can pull from that is the focus. So much attention is being paid and so much anticipation, right? On what's going to come that I think that it can be so easy to lose sight of the, the time. Timing. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that one for sure. So I want to shift gears a little bit and, and have a little fun and, and kind of move from the, the sleep topic, which of course we could talk about all day long, but just to let people get to know you a little better. So I'm going to ask you some fun questions. So my first one is share something with us that's amazing or crazy that's recently happened to you. Well, I... <laughs> The the first thing that comes to my mind, obviously, is giving birth <laughs> because sure. it was so recent. Yes, yes. And it is crazy and amazing. It <laughs> is crazy and amazing. Those are two very great words to describe labor and childbirth. Um, my, just to go into a little bit more of that, I, I will not go into any gory details, but I have long births, and this is why I'm not having another child. Everyone said, it's the third, it's going to come right out. It's, you know, Nora was 36 hours, Hunter was 10, so I'm thinking, okay, like four hours and under, and that's that's my goal here. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so my water breaks at 8 a.m., I'm like, perfect, I have, I'm going to have this baby in the afternoon, I'm going to be rested. Well, I didn't have him till one thirty in the morning. So it was 17 hours again, just long. And so yes. it was crazy. It was amazing. All of that. Um, but it's yes, it is very, I would say that's the, the craziest, most amazing thing that's happened to me recently. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, and that is an awesome thing for sure. Yeah, well, that is so, I'm so glad to hear that it all turned out okay. Uh, I also had my son Donovan at one in the morning and those morning babies, they are tough. They're tough. They are, for sure. Yes. So my next question is, if you could compare yourself to any animal, what would it be and why? Okay, so I would compare myself to, this might seem a little strange, but a chameleon. Uh huh. And the reason I, I say that is because I joke with my husband about it a lot. He calls me a chameleon a lot. Um, and it's because I kind of change. I, I don't change who I am, my values or anything like that. But I do kind of change a little bit based on who I am with at the time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I, th- the reason is I like to connect with people. And so I feel like I try to find common ground. And in doing so, I kind of, I, I just change a little bit, whether that's what I'm wearing, I change what I'm wearing based on who I'm kind of going to be around. I change if, if I'm in, we've been to Hawaii a few times. And after we've been there a couple of days, I kind of start talking like my friends that live there and so I would say a chameleon just because I kind of I kind of change to my surroundings Uh uh-huh yeah well I definitely think in our line of work that could serve definitely as a a benefit and we work with many different kinds of people um and many different family stories and so I think that could probably serve as an asset for sure for you have you ever heard of enograms it's like a uh it's a personality testing yes i have there is an enogram that is that that type um probably me then i actually do want to take take the enneagram yes well i have i will give you access to that i have the test so i can give you access to it and take it but yes that there is a personality type that that fits perfectly for yes there it is so we're we're running a little bit short on time so i'm just going to ask you a couple more questions and then we will wrap this up the next question i want to ask you was what was the last gift someone gave you so it was actually from you shannon (laughs) (laughs) and i did just as a disclaimer i gave a very very late we'll just call it a a baby welcoming gift yeah but it was It was perfect. It was not only for baby, because it was a nice Amazon gift card that I did use for baby, but also Shannon made sure and take, she took care of mama too. So there was facial mist in there, some wine glasses that I could take into the spa. What was the material of those? Like, it's like a silicone. Yeah, it was like a silicone material. (laughs) Super cool. And then I don't know, maybe you've looked at my feet I don't I don't know but they're pretty bad so I don't know if you noticed that and got that or not but it's also an exfoliating foot mask and so I was very appreciative of oh, those. good well I didn't notice your feet so it was not a, a hint however what I do know about being pregnant myself is that your feet you can't reach them and so yep. they kind of go unmissed, uh, uncared for and missed and so I always am like if anybody will take care of a pregnant mama's feet it is a it is a blessing for sure yes okay so my last question I want to ask you is what is your favorite word and maybe one of your favorite words might be better tying down to one might be hard one of your favorite words okay this is hard I can't I can't really think of a word that's my favorite word however and my friends will attest to this I I love 
ranch. Like ranch dressing. Uh-huh. I'm yes. Kind of ranch, I'm kind of a ranch connoisseur. Okay. I like it. I only, I'm very particular about my ranch dressing. I really like I, buttermilk, I, I'm guessing. Yeah, I like the thinner, the thinner ranch that, yep. um, that just has a lot, of, it's kind of more dill based. Yes. Um, I love it. And my friends actually did a ranch taste testing night one night where they put, you know, six or seven different ranches and I had to guess, I had to match them and I got a hundred. That is so fun. I imagine that you did. Okay. I love it. Ranch. Yeah. Well, I, I know now what to get you as your next gift. I actually also really am thinking about ranch. So I have a couple favorites. So I'll, I know just what to get you. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me tonight and doing this. It was so much fun. I will for sure have you on again. Um, and I, I hope this just gave people a little, a little piece of, of you and getting to know you and all of your wonderfulness uh, and uh, how amazing you are and lucky anybody would be to work with so thanks again for for joining me I really really appreciate it yes thank you so much for having me of course absolutely and have a wonderful night thank you you too okay bye-bye